This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Who's under there, I wonder I want to know what I can't see Who's under there, I want to talk about this and save you Who's under there, I wonder I want to know what I can't see Who's under there, I want to talk about this and save Hello, everybody, and welcome, welcome, welcome to the Mass Singer Rahapa podcast. We're here today to officially kick off season six by talking about the first two episodes, the two night premiere spectacular, season six, episodes one and two. I am so excited to dive into things. I am in my feelings a little bit. We'll get to why later. But I am your host, Puya, the bracelet, Zan Vakili, excited to just go through everything here with you today. As always, I'm not on my own. I've got my partner and everything here with me. It's Liana, the golf ball, Boris. Liana, how are you doing today? Hit me out of the park. <laughs> no, that's wrong. That's baseball, that's baseball. guy. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, okay, but when you hit it when it's in a driving range and you hit it out of the driving range, is that a thing? Is that is you there a tee. phrase for that? Is that a tee? No, when you tee up, that's like you put the little thing in the ground and then you go hit the ball off the little thing. You just smack it. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't golf. Yes, Mass Singer is officially back. We back, baby. It was. It was okay. I'm not gonna lie because we had the Survivor premiere on Wednesday, and so today is Thursday. And I was like, "All right, Liana, you gotta watch the Mass Singer. You just gotta do it." As soon as it started, I was pulled right back in. It was like the excitement that was we had during the preview pod all back all captured, and I'm excited to talk about the first two episodes. Oh, yeah. Literally, nothing has changed in my excitement for this show. It took Mm -hmm. all of one minute after we got the intro, and then Nick Cannon comes out through that big, like, blue portal. I was like, all right, I'm back in. It's happening. I'm so keen. That was a great entrance from Nick Cannon. The stage also looks really good. Like, I think they they must have spent extra money on building this new stage because they don't have the X anymore. It's kind of this, like, they still have the two tunnels where people can come out of, but it's more rounded. I don't know. I really like it. I love the way it looks. I liked it a lot, too. And honestly, I think that they just, there's more production value. It's very clear. We know, obviously, that this is the season for the first time since COVID has started. This is the first time that there's actual live audience for two Mm -hmm. seasons 
They tried to fool the rest of the public by giving us fake built-in audience, which was using old footage. This was actual audience. I think they wanted to like take it on the next level for welcoming everyone back is the vibe I got. So, um, yeah, the, I, I was unclear about whether or not it was a live studio audience until episode two, actually, when the baby performed and someone in the audience was wearing a baby hat. And I was like, I'm pretty sure that didn't happen in like I mean, 2019 or whatever. What is this? Like the um, price is right where people just wear whatever in the audience. Like, yeah, All right, exactly. Woo. <laughs> I'm going to wear a bib today. Why not? Let's do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, so I thought ultimately the overall stage being set, the audience being back, it did give me the liveliness again. Now I have read somewhere that some members of the production staff during this season had to quarantine because of exposure to COVID. So again, Matt Singer, if you can't, if, if it's going to be an issue, you don't have to have the audience. We'll be okay. Um, but for the premiere, it was nice to see like the big production value they had put into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, clearly, well, I hope they're taking the proper precautions, and um, and it seems like they're able to make it work. Yes, I think so too. I think so too. So let's dive in. So let's talk about the setup for the season. Now we've talked a little bit during the preview podcast, which we did last week, about mm-hmm. what the format was going to be. That it's going to be. A group A, a group B, and they're going to whittle them all down to one and one. And then that's the final. It's going to be one from group A, one from group B. Now, these two episodes were completely focused on group A. And here's how it worked. Five performers performed night one. Two of them got unmasked. And then night two, they added two new wild cards and then unmasked one more. Hmm. Yes. So I didn't realize, and I don't think either of us really realized the wild card situation, no, like we exactly there were just how two. it was going to work. <laughs> yeah, I thought there were just two or maybe four maximum. It feels like I saw a graphic. There's like more wild card. There's like six wild card people yeah, or something like so that. It's crazy. This is yeah. This is where we look at the show and we're like they're clearly six seasons in every season the format has changed a little bit every single season without doubt the format has changed a little bit so with that being taken into consideration we were completely blindsided by this when i heard five i thought hold up how is it five aren't there more no they're all gonna get peppered in as wild cards so and we had the wild cards wrong because when we drafted i thought the puffer fish was a wild card Pufferfish is very much not a wild card. <laughs> right, so. yeah. No, I mean, I think the baby was the only one that we knew for sure was a wild card. We kind of weren't sure on everybody else. Yeah, and we only thought the pufferfish was because there was no, like, the actual release. photo. Yeah. Yeah. I thought I, the, the jester we know is a wild card, and that one made sense because also there wasn't a jet. But I, that's why I thought it was the jester and the pufferfish. Oh, I guess and the baby. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. I don't know what I you thought. But to, anyway, look. <laughs> stop calling baby the the baby because it's going to confuse people with the <laughs> the uh, rapper the baby, which we don't like. I think I said the baby, or I just yeah, said you've been baby. saying the baby, but it's just the baby. baby. Oh, it's yeah. just baby, like Justin Bieber, the Biebs, <laughs> the, the Biebs, <laughs> <laughs> the Biebs. 
All right. Well, we've, we're talking a lot about someone who's not in the first episode either. Uh, but we can dive in. The panel is the same four people that have been on for the last six seasons. The only real change I want to highlight is it's very clear Robin Thicke has now, you know, passed his stage of wearing Hawaiian shirts during quarantine and is back to his regular old self. He was wearing what I'm going to call a snake-like suit. Mm-hmm. I never noticed all the neck tattoos. What, Robin Thicke? Oh, oh, I was thinking Nick Cannon. Sorry, I had like, I because normally talk about Nick. Anyway, yes. Um, I do not remember what Robin Thicke was wearing. I would have to pull it up. But I remember okay. him not looking too ridiculous. Was he looking ridiculous? It, he looked better than he had last season okay. with all the Hawaiian shirts. <laughs> yeah, it was a little low, yeah. low bar. Low bar. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so... Let's just dive in and, and start talking about these performers because we have two episodes here to cover. So without any further ado, let's just jump in right away and talk about the first official performer of the season. Here comes Skunk. All right. So Skunk's coming out and Skunk comes out to Fergula, uh, Fabulous by Fergie, actually. Classic. And what did you think of the Skunk's outfit now that we've seen it a little bit more HD? Yeah, I think I remember thinking that this is very much like a diva kind of outfit. And so the fact that the skunk fully embodied that and then had the, in the clue package, the vase for D, I, it was, I felt very vindicated. I don't know. That's not the right word. I just felt confirmed. Like it felt good to know. I was like, okay, yes, that was what I got from the original picture. And I feel like I'm seeing the exact same thing now on my screen. Yeah, they didn't uh, miss any time with that at all <laughs> immediately confirming that so when the skunk's clue package came through um they chose to be the skunk because they relate to duality okay mm-hmm. there was a golden train um and then there was a newspaper that said has the golden ear lost their mind which was jenny mccarthy obviously there was a ticket to seoul south korea in in the in one of the scenes mm-hmm. um and then they talked about they're quick to get into a fight but they don't they don't always have to be provoked They took a minute to focus on family. Then we saw the vase with the letter D, like you've mentioned. And then there was hater spray, which was essentially a bottle of water or spray to repel the haters. Mm, Get it. Get it. Yeah. The Seoul Korea uh, clue I thought was really interesting because it could mean it could be actually related to Korea or it could just mean they're a soul singer. Which I think it's that. I think it's soul. I think think it's to do with soul. Yeah. Not Korea. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. Is there anything you got out of the clue package that would be of note? I mean, the other thing that I noticed was the pink bag, the purse. I felt like that was kind of a big focus. I have no idea what it means because I didn't recognize there was some type of like metallic uh, detailing on it, but I couldn't Mm -hmm. tell exactly. It didn't look like a known logo. You know what I mean? So it just looked like this kind of like very like bright pink bag i don't know if that means anything <laughs> it was a bag and it was, it was bright bag, pink and it, was, and it was pink and there was some metal detailing on it did i mention that it was a bag and it was pink it may have yeah. come up once or twice uh, that's all that's all i got that's funny yeah no honestly it felt like um the bag was of note because in the clue package it looked like the men in black were trying to steal it so mm-hmm. i don't know what that means is it is is there a saying like if if someone snatches your purse? 
Is that a saying somewhere? Uh, <laughs> not that I can think of. Um, right. like someone snatched your wig, but they snatched your purse. I mean, exactly. Like maybe something like that. I don't know. I don't know what the golden train is. Is that like the Seoul train with Seoul Korea? Seoul train. Seoul. Oh, Seoul train. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I feel that. I like that. Yeah, and it's and it's gold. So like, is that like the golden age of Seoul? I don't even know if that's a thing. Um, but there was a lot of gold detail, which I feel like makes me think this is a gold level performer, meaning they're like top of the class, meaning they're number one. That's kind of the vibe I got. Yeah, no, I, I for sure get that. And, and then, of course, when we get to the performance, I think that gets confirmed. Like, this is a top tier singer. She's so, so good. And I keep thinking that she's on my team because <laughs> she's the type of person that I would draft. And then I have to remember that she's actually on your team. And then I get sad. <laughs> yeah, that was my favorite exercise of the first episode was looking back and forth on the draft list. Who, did, who do I have? Oh, my God. Yes, I have this person. They're mine. <laughs> Yay, good. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, so she did um, Diamonds by Sam Smith. And yes. first of all, the first thing I actually noticed was the performance quality. Like, I'm still just a whole, like, amazed at the stage because the way that the lights, the choreo like choreography for the lights, I thought that was really pretty. And then as soon as she started singing, that that, like, completely solidified kind of the the type of singer that I was expecting. I was like, this is a soul R&B diva a little bit of a mature voice so maybe a little bit older but she has so like such a clear gorgeous sound to her voice and i was really impressed i loved everything about this performance especially for me it's always important to note what is the first performance of the season and it always kind of sets mm -hmm. the tone for me and this immediately like i said i was back in i was back in right out the gate and I loved her voice. I thought the lighting was on point. It was, you know, purple hue a little bit at the beginning. Then the mm -hmm. whole motif was bellhop and hotel kind of thing, which I loved a lot. I, I did not mind the dancers here at all. I thought they matched the performance quite well. And it was just, it was a 10 out of 10. And I, I, I couldn't tell if the skunk had the wig on during the clue package or not, but the skunk did indeed have the same wig during the performance as they did in costume on the clue package. So mm -hmm. the like, um, the like crimped like blonde wig kind of thing. Yes. The waves yes, with the yes, waves. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. Yes. So here's the thing, right? So we talk about in the clue package, the things that get brought up are um, again, the whole soul thing, but then also duality. And then they took a minute to focus on family, the diva thing. Um, they don't always have to be provoked and they're quick to get into a fight was mentioned. And then there's like an actual fight scene in the clue package. I have no idea where to go. I did vault a guess as we've decided to do, um, every season along with the judges. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's a lot of content, which makes me feel somewhat optimistic that the skunk will be here to stay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, so obviously my first, like when I first saw the costume, my first thought was in the realm of the Gladys Knight kind of style. Now, after seeing the performance, I do think it's someone younger, but I couldn't sort of like get my mind out of that. So but I think I'm thinking someone there, but maybe like not a whole generation younger, but 
but maybe, maybe a whole generation younger. Um, someone maybe in like their fifties, mm, early fifties, maybe. And like, I've been waiting for this person to come on for a long time now. Is this when we finally get Mary J. Blige? Oh my God. I would be so obsessed with Mary J. Blige. That was someone who I was, so that's someone who I was definitely like considering in that range. Cause how old is Mary J. Blige now? Oh no, but that's the thing Um, is that I don't, she, so, so that's the thing. I'm thinking artists who are in sort of her, like born in the seventies. Yeah. Like, like sort of her era. Cause you know, the, the, the singers that we've had previously, like the Shaka Khans and that's, you know, they're, they're in their seventies, almost eighties now. You know what I mean? So I'm thinking that someone a little bit on the younger side, I do feel like Mary has just such a clear, distinct voice. It does sound semi similar, but I, I don't know. I, I, it wasn't like 100% for me that it was her. Yeah. I, that's, that's the thing is that, um, I wish I could say that Mary was my vault guest. She is not. Um, have you noticed that the skunk has a beauty mark by the left side of yes. her lip? Mm-hmm. Mary J. Blige yep. has a very similar beauty mark on the left side of her lip. Oh my God. You're right. That's so true. Oh no. Oh no. Ooh. Ooh, Do you, think you it know is? what's great? I don't huh. think so, but you know what's awesome? Whoever the skunk is is on my team. So I'm happy. Oh, man. Very happy. Mm-hmm. Mm. Living large. Yeah. So I thought that um again, skunk, perfect performance. The judges loved it. But the I'm I'm I always in my notes I write judges comments slash guesses, but then they mm-hmm. always love them. So the comments mean nothing. It's mostly <laughs> guesses. Um mm-hmm. We did see, you know, they bring out every year they do the, they're doing the vault guesses, right? So this time for this episode, it was a box and they're like, put, put the guesses in the box and they have to go over and put them in the box. And the box had a hand in it. And it's very clearly a person's <laughs> hand who's like under some table who's pushing their hand out every time this box opens. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. It was <laughs> creepy. It was creepy. It got better, though, after the initial creepy factor. I think it's because eventually I just got used to it. <laughs> well, I feel like by the end, it was, the the hand was giving people thumbs up, giving them a fist bump. So, like, the hand became fr- like became a friend when, in yeah. fact, initially it was a stranger. It became a cast member. We got to know. You know what? And I think that really, what that really says is don't judge a hand by its glove because you never truly know <laughs> what hand you might get to love. <laughs> These are the words of of you. I can't even say anyone else. This is genuine, unique, vintage Liana Boris right here. A sentence no one's ever said before. And no one ever will. (laughs) Nor should they. (laughs) Yeah, I look forward to the hand being the fifth judge this season. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. All right. So then for this episode, I keep saying this in a weird way. So to set it up. Every season, for the last couple seasons, every episode, Nick Cannon has somewhat of an additional clue after the performance to give out. In this episode, it was just the question of why are you on The Masked Singer? So Mm -hmm. the skunk answered why are you on The Masked Singer with uh, took a big leap and to do something I haven't done in a long time. So this also, to me, is a clue of, hey, this is someone who hasn't sung in a minute and is now singing once again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So someone, so that's also why I kind of like the timing. So it's someone who maybe 
took a little bit of time off. I mean, it's tough though with the the pandemic because I feel like a lot of singers on last season said that they took a, yeah, they were like, yeah, I took a break. I took time off. I'm jumping back in. And it was like, well, yeah, because you had to. And so for them taking a break was, you know, a couple months, a year, whatever it was. So it doesn't necessarily mean that this person has been out of the game for a super long time. It could be something a lot shorter. So it's tough to really say what that, you know, exactly means. Mm-hmm. Did you notice, and they didn't really do that with the guesses here, but they do it later. I feel like mm-hmm. the judges are not officially giving us one guess each as their guest for the episode now. It's like they pepper like seven in now and and there's no like clear cut, okay, Robin thinks it's this person for everybody. Oh, you mean like uh you mean like having them give guesses, make guesses, like make sure that everybody gets one guess. Right. No, so like you yeah, I feel like every season it's like, okay, so for example, for the skunk, uh Anita Baker was Ken Jong's, Mary J. Blige was Nicole's, and then Robin said Tony Braxton. So they, they clearly have one here, but then some in the later rounds, it's like, all right, well, Ken mentioned four people, Jenny mentioned three, and there wasn't like a clear cut, this is the one I'm going to end the episode on for now. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they're trying to, because now the judges have that like button thing or whatever, which we learn about in episode two. So I wonder if there's going to be the, like the way that they approach the judges guesses is going to be a little bit different this season. Yeah, I, I I think the addition of that is going to make them want it to be a little bit more ambiguous moving yeah, forward. Yeah, exactly. Like, Which, they're not going to want to kind of, like, nail down everybody's guess. I'm completely okay with that. Keep us in the dark and then mm-hmm. keep us guessing <laughs> with you. Like, I'm, I'm very down with that. Yeah, I'm all right with that as well. <laughs> with Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, well, the next performer here is one with many tickles. Ten tickles, in fact. Oh, my God. It's the octopus. ten? No, eight. No, it's eight. It's eight. uh, They're tentacles, but there's eight of them. Oh, tentacle. Oh, tentacles. Oh, my 
Which one of us has a PhD? Uh, okay, Not well, me. which one of it who's bad at bedtime? It's past. I'm sleepy. That's <laughs> true. I mean, it is 930 at yeah, night. Yeah, it's past my bedtime. <laughs> <laughs> After the second episode, we just dived in. All right. So, Liana, set us up on the octopus, why don't I, you? I don't know. Do you trust me, Mr. Ten Tickles? <laughs> I would like a good laugh, so I'll take 10 tickles right now. Go for it. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay, so I have to say, as soon as the octopus walked out, I was in complete and utter shock at how tall the octopus was. Like, in the little promo for this episode or in the the teaser, I guess, at the very beginning, it was, oh, in the tallest costume we've ever made. And then you can see the tentacles, the tentacles (laughs) coming out of the top. So, I knew the octopus was tall, but I didn't realize how tall he was a a literal giant it was essentially sasquatch yeah in the in the case of how tall the answer was extremely tall yeah (laughs) yeah i that did not come across to me in the costumes when we drafted so no when octopus rolls out and stands next to nick it was like all right this is a tall tall performer ready to go and immediately, the only place my mind went to was basketball. I was like, I oh, don't yeah. know who it is, yeah. but yeah, that's what I'm starting with. <laughs> I know. I, I, because like my brain just couldn't conceive of the fact that there would be, um, there, like, that humans that aren't basketball players would be that tall. Like, you know what I mean? Like my brain just couldn't process that. It was like, if you're this tall and above, you must be a basketball player. Otherwise, no other answer would be acceptable. Well, otherwise, I feel like if you're that tall and you're a celebrity that isn't a basketball player, I would know about you, I feel like. You know? Sure, yeah. So the clue package for the octopus was also pretty telling. So the clue package opens up with eight is a lucky number and I'm a lucky guy. That's why I'm the octopus. Cause you know, again, eight tentacles, you know, tentacles, but we've been there. Tentac- uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Wait. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> Dwight Howard thought that, oh no. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Who? So Who said that? Who? Uh, I'm not. Uh, so uh, the octopus. <laughs> <laughs> the octopus felt like they had it all and all they can do was smile. Okay. People took the smile as not being serious. And then the, one of the men in black played a card. It was like the octopus card, like a Pokemon card type thing was octopus. And it said mm-hmm. octopus all about self love. So immediately I was like, hold up. Could this be Kevin Love? You know, the basketball Who's player. Who's Kevin Love? The, the basketball player, Kevin. The best. Okay. okay. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> so and then they talked about having a fresh start, letting go of their ego. And then there was the, there were three to- like letter, uh, toy cubes that were the letters ABC, like letter blocks. And then again, the emphasis on the lucky guy thing came in. So this was the clue package, right? So initially I was like, okay, maybe Kevin love. I'm thinking Kevin loves self love. Okay. Then mm-hmm. I decided while the performance was happening and I was watching this um earlier today, I decided to look up every basketball player who's worn the number eight. Oh, my and, God. Yeah. And one name stuck out to me more than the rest. And this one name only recently got a championship ring. And I was like, all right, Dwight Howard. 
That makes mm-hmm. sense. He has a smile that, you know, his mouth definitely does stand out. And I know his story. I know that he was like the best defensive player for like three years in a row, best center in the league, and then kind of like fell off and then, you know, got brought back into LeBron's team this last couple of years and like is doing something now. So I was like, okay, Dwight Howard, I feel definitely okay about this. And the performance was attempting to throw me off because this was a pretty decent performance, if I do say so. Okay, when the song started, so first of all, Little Richard, Tutti Frutti, I didn't believe that it was him singing. I thought maybe there was a backing track or something, and it was obscuring his voice, because I was like, I'm so impressed. I I was blown away with this performance. Not that it was like, oh my god, this is the most amazing performance ever, but I think just because it was the contrast between the most massive octopus I've ever seen in my entire life and and a really good rendition of Tutti Frutti, I was I was here for it. I was having a great time. I was partying it out with the little fruit dancing with the pool noodles on their heads, I think. That's not what I thought of at first, but I'm pretty sure they're pool noodles after oh. taking a further inspection. What did you think they were? Uh, <laughs> wow. We move. We move. It's okay. That's all right. It's fine. You don't need to speak anymore. I picked up what you're putting down. I regret asking. Yeah. So the overall motif of this was a tiki bar. Okay. The song Tutti Frutti, the dancers were strawberries and pineapples um, with Maybe a pool float, like representing a stem, maybe not whatever Liana was thinking. Liana's mind was in the gutter during this performance, but no, the, the energy was great. The floor on the stage floor kind of looked like the roof of a tiki bar, like the, like, you know, the, the hay straw type roofing, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Like, like, did they still have the animations on the floor? They still okay. So I don't recall seeing. I don't know. I can't. I mean, I think they're just lights at the moment, but I don't think that the floor is incapable of having animation. Mm -hmm. Also, I just noticed they use the pineapple mask. Like one of the men in black looks like they have the pineapple mask. Oh, and the um, the tropical bird or whatever. Exotic bird, you mean? Exotic bird, yeah. Exotic Bird was Exotic Bird Mass Dancer though. Oof. Yeah, actually, I think so. Okay, maybe I'm lying. Maybe it's not. But look, the whole point is that I had a lot of fun and I was extremely surprised with the success of this performance. Same. And I've already named the person while describing the clues because I'm a dummy. Mm -hmm. But if you're listening to this, you've either watched the episode or you were prepared to hear. Who gets unmasked? The octopus is one of our unmasked singers today. Okay. Yeah, which was ridiculous, by the way. But whatever. Oh, we'll get there. We'll get there. Because I, I I know you were, and then I got sad. So we're all sad equally. Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I. So this is where I tell you that my vaulted guess was locked in as Dwight Howard. So, do I get a point or not? Um, I guess so. I don't know. So my vault guess, because I couldn't Google. So the way that I do the vault guesses is I watch the clues, I watch the performance, and then without any Googling, I just like make a guess. And so I guessed at 
basketball player wears number eight plays for the Celtics? Question mark. That was Why my the fault, Celtics yes. because he kept saying lucky. I'm a lucky guy. I'm a lucky guy. <laughs> That's actually Celtics. I'm not mad at that signature. I'm not mad at you tying those knots together. Okay, interesting. Thank you. Interesting. Okay. So okay. I don't yeah, think I, that I, counts. I typically also don't Google and just throw it in because I don't know what to Google at the mo- in the moment. But in that moment, I was like, this number eight sticking out. I got to see who's wearing this jersey. And during the performance, I was able to lock it down. Um, Did he play okay. for the Celtics? Uh, I don't think Dwight's played for the Celtics. He's played oh, okay. for the Lakers. He's played for the Wizards. He's actually played for a lot of teams. So let me quickly look it up. He might have played for the Maybe Celtics. Maybe he did. At some point. Maybe he did, but like I think Lucky was more so him getting the lucky. wizards. Oh, yeah. No, the, the what are you saying? Okay, so he has <laughs> played for lucky. literally everyone but the Celtics. He's played no. for the Magic, the Lakers, <laughs> oh, the, the Magic, Rockets, the Hawks, the Hornets. The how is Magic synonymous with getting lucky? Because uh, you know magicians are always getting lucky. Where? I would like you to point me out the magicians that got mad game and are getting lucky, please. Ma'am, where? <laughs> yeah, point them out to me. I want names. It's an illusion. <laughs> it, that theory really is an illusion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. he's He was drafted in 2004? Yes. He got, he's he still playing? He's still playing. Yeah, he's with the yeah. Lakers right now. Wow. Good for him. <laughs> he's 35 uh, yeah I know but as a as an athlete I feel like Liana LeBron um, LeBron you know who yeah. LeBron is yeah LeBron James LeBron James <laughs> yeah how, LeBron James how, do you, how old do you think LeBron James is 40 LeBron is 36 just one year older and LeBron has been playing since 2003 so a year yeah. prior. Yeah. And he's still sense. playing to this day. Yeah. Exactly. Is that is that old? What is the average age of an NBA player? Let's say 29. I don't know. Why would I know that? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a statistician. Knew... <laughs> 26.28 years old. Okay. So he's 10 years older than the average. Yeah. So but crazy. I was like, if you're impressed by 2004 and 35, how impressed will you be with 2003 and 36? One year more impressed. Well, two years, technically. He's a year older and he's, it's one year. Never mind. We're, we're diving into the yeah, weeds just, here. Let's dive on out. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, so this is where the judges go to put their guesses in the clue box. Robin Thick gets a mirror from the hand. Ken gets a thumbs up. Oh yeah. The hand still comes back. Ken gets a thumbs up. Nicole gets a fist bump and then Jenny gets dragged into the box by the hand, which looked pretty brutal, honestly. Yeah, that was scary. That's what I'm saying. I don't like the hand. I know he gave a thumbs up, but it's kind of one of those things where you never know what you're going to get. It's a Pandora's box, if you will. Well done. Well done. Get it? Yeah. So then the octopus was asked why the mass singer octopus said it's my mom's favorite show simple as that my mom likes the mass singer that will not give you any indication on who this is because how is that going to be a clue for anybody mm-hmm. now here is where i started sweating a little bit okay jenny went with dennis rodman 
Nicole Scherzinger went with Shaquille O'Neal. And mm-hmm. Ken went with Dwight Howard. And but he gets also he gets yeah, the the basketball players. So you should feel confident. If it's a basketball player and Ken you know gets what? it, then you should feel good. Mm. You're true. You're right. He does know his basketball. I gotta give him that credit now, this many seasons in. He knows this mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. For yeah, so for he, that one specific category, just to when clarify. It comes to basketball athletes, athletes in the basketball region, Ken is your guy. Everything else, take whatever Ken says with a grain of salt. Yeah. But Ken gets it. Ken says Dwight Howard gives the reasoning why. Makes sense. We're good. Let's move on. And then in the little bit of um in between the two performers, mm-hmm. Nick Cannon comes on stage and mentions some of the accolades complete like uh, achieved by these performers throughout the years that can that create the the cast for the season. So it's 85 Grammy nods, 32 marriages, 20 divorces, multiple Oscar noms. But then the one that caught my oh, yeah. eye, and I couldn't tell if this was a joke or not. I'm going to assume not. Um, this cast has also made out with the likes of Will Smith, Sean Penn, and Jenny McCarthy. I know, right? This is the toes all over again. I'd rather know toes at this point. Because be we can use this to, for our benefit. Has oh, Dwight Howard like, made out with Sean Penn, Will Smith, or Jenny McCarthy? Do we know? I'm going to go with no. I don't know. Well, that's the <laughs> thing is that I don't know much about like tabloids or uh, celebrity couples unless they hit the mainstream big. It could be it could be like a uh, a movie, though, or something like that. Right, where That's it's like, oh, they true. kissed in a movie. Mm-hmm. So it Was might Jenny not be. Jenny McCarthy in a movie? Yeah, she's been in a bunch of stuff. What movies has she been in? Oh, uh, she was in Basketballs. That's the first one that I can think of. Um, let's look at her IMDb. Do, 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 do. Um, Dirty Love, John Tucker Must Die, Scream 3. What? Who was she in John Tucker Must Die? She played Lori. Do not remember her in that movie. <laughs> Who's Lori? <laughs> we should rewatch that movie. That was such a good movie. That, I did enjoy that movie. I really did. Oh, she was in Scary Movie 3 and Scream 3. She was in both. Yeah. Interesting. Well, you learn new things every day. Okay. Well, we'll keep an eye on that potentially. She was if we in ever need Santa. To... She was in Santa Baby 2, colon, Christmas Maybe. <laughs> As who? Mary Class? What? <laughs> Is that a person what? in the Santa universe that I don't know about? I think so. Yeah. So in the, I'm looking at the poster for the movie. It's her face. It says Santa baby too. When Santa, oh, when Santa goes missing, his daughter Mary must save Christmas. Then isn't it Mary Cl- Claus? It says Mary class and maybe IMDB is wrong. No, Mary class. It- that's so stupid. Maybe they got right. some like Santa suit well, and they were like, you can't use my last name. Okay. So I looked it up. It doesn't surprise me that this is stupid considering the fact that it is a made for TV Christmas comedy from 2009. Mm-hmm. Direct to TV. Nah, it's okay. We're good. We don't need to watch this, but also uh, good to know that Jenny was in some movies. Now. We're going to go over, I have no segue, I'm just going to say, we're going in to talk about the pufferfish. 
So when I heard this initially, my shock was, hey, wasn't the Pufferfish meant to be a wild card? I guess not. Cool. That's fine. Pufferfish comes out looking real glam. I loved everything about this costume. Face was a little scary, but I take it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. The the face of the costume is still just absolutely terrifying to me. I am obsessed with the rest of the outfit. It looks like something on Drag Race. I think it's so, like, I love the camp fashion of it all. And, but I just can't get past the giant head. It's It's so crazy. Very, yeah. Well, it makes sense because it's supposed to be the puffer fish at its like most puff. So mm-hmm. I get it's it. Most puff. I get it. Yeah, and that's yeah. like why the lips are all puffed. I again, I get, mm-hmm. I get it in theory. Okay, it's just it's, it's not the creepiest thing I've seen, but yeah. We're literally gonna talk about baby in like thirty minutes. So I know that, that is, is the creepiest thing I've seen. <laughs> yeah, that'll take the cake <laughs> real quick. <laughs> so. Mm-hmm. For the clue package here, uh, Pufferfish talks about no one a thing or two about defending themselves. Uh, they wanted to blend in, but they couldn't. They were the weird kid in science class that messed up experiments. Then there was like a zoom in on a boomerang. They talked about how their voice was always different. They learned to stand up for themselves and they're hoping to stand out like they've done their whole life. Mm-hmm. The and then the guitar, the guitar. Guitar, yeah, I wrote that mm-hmm. down, but then I just thought it was the brand of the guitar, so I didn't pay more attention to it. No, isn't that guitar in Spanish? Uh, sure, but then that's also a brand, I think, of a guitar. Maybe, yeah. Oh, it is just guitar in Spanish. Okay, well then, do you? Okay, well we'll talk about if that clue means anything later. Um, it does for me. It does. <laughs> it will once we talk about it. Later. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> so for me, the things that stuck out was the boomerang because I yes. thought the boomerang was supposed to take us to Australia. That's not where I went with this at all, especially okay. once the performance started and it was say so by Doja Cat. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, TikTok immediately went to TikTok. And then I thought boomerang, um, that weird video thing on Instagram where it's like everyone goes that's to what cheers I thought. and then it goes back. I was like, that's I- what the boomerang is. Okay, I was like convinced that this was some type of young person based on the performance that it was Doja Cat and that. I was like, I was convinced. I was like, this is an Instagram, this is a TikTok person. And then when uh, uh Robin, I think Robin Thicke was like, something, something TikTok. I was like, I knew it, I knew it, I knew it. It's definitely a young TikTok person. We were wrong. Spoiler alert, it was not. Cause, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so what did you think of the performance? I was certainly not as high on it as you were. Like, I thought it was fine, but I didn't think that it was, it didn't like blow me out of the water because <laughs> it's a puffer fish. So. I uh, was astounded to hear your initial thoughts on, on the puffer fish because the puffer fish gave me everything I wanted. The puffer fish, first of all, the celebrity motif with like the paparazzi and the cameras I liked. Um, I initially wrote in my notes, okay, she's decent, dot, dot, dot. Then you could tell more vocals came out. And I was, I wrote in my notes, holding back. I could tell that the pufferfish was keeping it a little low key, keeping it a little bit close to the chest and not going to let everything out the first episode, which I loved. I loved this idea of you're just going to give enough to get through and then surprises later because that'll get you far. And then the puffer face started dancing a little bit. And I thought, okay, you got a little razzle dazzle too. I'm here for mm-hmm. that as well. 
That's that's 10 out of 10 so far. Then there was rapping and there was good. There was good rapping in the middle of good vocals. So when you can do both of those things, okay, and the rapping was a little British and it sounded like it was you're trying to put on an accent as you're going along. And I was like, oh, you're you're trying to, you know, hold back a little bit more, make us a little bit more confused. I got so pumped hearing this. So, so, so pumped. Uh, this is what I want. You know, I love the leopard because the leopard gave me razzle dazzle and tried to conceal who they were. This is similar to me. And I loved everything about this performance. I didn't think it was the best performance of the night. I don't think the best performance of the night we've talked about yet. But mm -hmm. to me, I was like, Pufferfish, you're here for a minute because you've got that razzle dazzle and I love it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I was just more impressed with some of the other performances that occurred that night. Like my personal, I personally liked the, the other ones. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of that song also just cause it's overplayed for me. Well, that's so, just your fault for being on TikTok, which I'm on TikTok too. So I hear you, but that's just on us. Mm -hmm. because we've I mean, heard it I thought, I thought it was a good song selection for her because it seemed like it fit at least what she was trying to do, but yeah, I don't know. It didn't immediately stand out to me as, oh my god, yes, Pufferfish. Blow. It was the rapping. I hear that, but I'm, that's, that's the thing is, is that I, because that's not my genre of expertise, I am just less familiar. That's fair. That's okay. I'll, I'll forgive you one day. It's okay. Mm -hmm. So Nick Cannon mentioned he knows who it is, right? Which, did not help me because I locked up a vault guess that was of like YouTube fame. And I was mm -hmm. like, I don't think Nick Cannon knows this person. So I'm out probably. And then when asked, why are you the puffer fish? They mentioned because they're the queen of the sea. All right. Mm -hmm. And then Nicole said, Paula Abdul, Robin says, Jessica Alba. And when they talk about this a little later, these guesses don't go anywhere. They still end up getting guessed later on too. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. So that wraps up the puffer fish here, unless you have anything else you want to add to it. No, not not now. Okay. Yeah, we'll we'll move on to puffer fish later. Let's go over to the mother. The nature. It's the mother nature time. And Liana, why don't you take this one away for us? Yeah, I was excited for Mother Nature. Obviously, it was one of my top picks in the draft. And when Mother Nature first came out, I was like, yes, she's bopping. She's hopping. She's moving all around. She seems like she's got a lot of energy. And that could potentially translate into a lot of fun razzle-dazzle. So I was really excited when she first came out. And then we got to the clue package. And there was um, sort of the main theme was the fact that she never had a chance to be a mother, I assume, like a biological mother, like birthing the children's um, or like adopting children or something like that. So um, so that was kind of like the main theme that stood out from her package. But yet at the same time, it was but I still am very protective of the ones I love and I kind of like built my own family. And then a few of the other things that seemed to show up were the picture of Wayne Brady. There was a weirdly framed photo of Wayne Brady and I noticed a penny. That was something that also stood out to me. I also wrote some of the things that were mentioned. Protective of the ones I love. 
And then um, if you mess with anyone I love, a whole land of shame will come to you, honey. I was like, okay, all right, very cool, very cool. Um, I think the Mother Nature is one of the coolest costumes we've ever seen on the show. And no, right? it's very strange because it doesn't look real. It doesn't look like it's an actual, it looks like it belongs on Alter Ego, which is a new show that's on Fox now. Um, like it looks it look- animated? Yeah, it looked out of this world. It just didn't look, it didn't look like something someone stitched together. It did mm-hmm. look animated to me. It's phenomenal looking. Yeah, it looks really cool. I thought the face would be, I'm happy the face is not as creepy as I oh, thought it was, was going to be. Mm-hmm. I didn't think so. Yeah. I didn't think it was creepy like that. So that was good. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we get to the performance. Okay. So the song performed by the Mother Nature is I'm Coming Out by Diana Ross. And it was very interesting. So it's obviously like a jungle type motif going on. There's a lot of movement from the mother nature during this performance that I liked. But then the weird thing about the background in the motif in the jungle was that there's like these bushes and then like six purple things came out of them, like a whack-a-mole type thing. And then she bopped them in the head mid performance. Even there was a shot to the audience where someone was like, what's going on? I was like, I know audience member. I'm feeling the same. Why is Mother Nature holding a hammer and bopping these purple spiral the dragon things into the holes again? What is and then she and then she got a second hammer to go back and like bop them again. It was so, so, so weird. And then the men in black were in the back, like bopping them on the head. I was like It was distracting. Yeah, it was very much like little bunny foo-foo energy hopping through the forest. I don't, what's that? What's the little bunny poo Yeah, I don't want to see you scooping up the field mice and bopping them on the head. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Little bunny foo-foo hopping through the forest, scooping up the field mice and bopping them on the head. Right. Down came Mother Nature and said, little bunny foo-foo, and so on and so forth. <clears throat> Thank you for that rendition of little bunny <laughs> foo-foo as sung by the singing kettle. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Smile. All honor. right. Indeed it is. So in my notes, I wrote, ooh, I'm getting young energy, like young potentially. Then the more singing happened, I was like, I think this is someone that might be older. Um, mm-hmm. And then there was one standout moment where Ken and Mother Nature are having an interaction. And Mother Nature says to Ken, are you ready to call me mommy? And I was like, I'm not ready for anyone. Like, Ken needs to already stop calling Nick daddy, and now you're mommy. And I was like, this is too much for me. Well, it's not the only daddy Nick that we have, because of the circle. If you're watching the circle right now, you got daddy Nick, and then you got here, you got daddy Nick. So just a lot of a lot of daddy Nicks up in here. The bunch of Nicks being daddies, am I right? <laughs> yep. You're right. <laughs> Very good. Um, yeah, uh, look, the thing is, is that I, the, the person who was performing is obviously a, you know, they're, they're a good singer, but they're not like, they, they didn't come across as some like crazy powerhouse, but th- there was definitely a lot of razzle dazzle. And that's what I appreciated, even if they did have to stop singing to go play whack-a-mole. I thought after we heard the mother nature or mother nature rather, because at this point, mother nature is the fourth performer out of five. Mm-hmm. I thought Mother Nature was eliminated for sure. Like, yeah. I just didn't feel like compared to the yeah. other three, Mother Nature, because yeah. I was like, unless Bull is a complete flop, it's mm-hmm. going to be Mother Nature and um Octopus, potentially, is where I thought it was going to go. 
Yeah, I was thinking Mother Nature and Pufferfish, unless the bull, for, for me personally, like what I would have picked, unless the bull did really poorly. But even then, I probably would have put Mother Nature below Pufferfish. Yeah, no, and, and I think we're both on the same page, at least there for sure. So some of the judges' guesses here, they mentioned Aisha Tyler, they mentioned Tiffany Haddish, they mentioned Chelsea Handler and Tracy Ellis Ross. And it seemed like they were very keen on this being Tracy Ellis Ross, who then would have also sang her mom's own song, I'm Coming mm-hmm. Out. That's kind of cool, though. That's if, a if, shout. If it had actually been. Yeah, like that's a type of tribute I think you want to see. Yes, especially if... um. And I don't know what Tracy Ellis Ross's voice would be like, but I imagine if you thought you have like one chance, you would do the homage over anything, right? Mm-hmm. I would assume so. Or I can understand like why you would want to do that. Yeah. So we'll get back to talking about the uh, Mother Nature in a second here. Why don't we, you know, stop the BS and hop on over the B, the bull. And talk all about what the bull might have to offer here. So the bull is the last performer of the night. Comes out to Boom Boom Pow by the Black Eyed Peas. Because of course the bull did. And I was upset, Liana. Mm -hmm. It took all of 10 seconds of the bull being out. Coming out with that energy. With the hype. With the dancing. With the movement. That I felt total envy that the bull was on your team. (laughs) I knew you would. That's the thing. That's why I picked the bull. Cause I felt like the bull was going to be that, you know, little bow wow style performer this season. I think even better, more than you could have imagined here with the bull. You think so? I think so. Honestly. And, and we can talk about the, that more after the clue package, Mm -hmm. but I'm liking what I've seen from the bull. So okay, the, okay, yeah. So the bull's clue package is like an adventurer explorer. The bull is on on a sea voyage, and mm-hmm. there's a bunch of doors, but then all the doors are closed. So the bull talks about how they grew up in a small town. Most people in their town didn't go anywhere. They always wanted to go beyond that. They've traveled the world looking for destiny. There was a pirates map thing that had Cooperstown. Mm-hmm. Xed on it, which I don't know what that is, but they mentioned baseball. I was like, I'll take your word for it. It's where the baseball then, hall of fame is. Well, that makes sense as to what that would mean. Mm-hmm. Um, then they knocked on doors that didn't open. However, mm-hmm. they didn't give up. They became their own boss. So much of so that Hollywood and Forbes took notice. And then the other key, there were two key visual clues here. One was the astronaut, and I don't mean any astronaut, but it was clearly um, the astronaut as played by Hunter Hayes in a previous mm-hmm. season of Mass Singer and a lion. Mm-hmm. Yes. So there was a lot to unpack here and it was kind of overwhelming with, uh, with all of the information that they presented to us. So for me, like the Cooperstown thing, like, okay, so that's baseball. All right. So is this a baseball player? Probably not once they started performing also because this happened in very quick succession like i saw the clues in the performance i was like no this Mm -hmm. is so like sorry baseball players this is not a baseball player so then i was thinking okay so the baseball then refers to maybe a movie that they performed in that was baseball themed or a song that had references to baseball you know something along those lines where it's not a it's not like they're a baseball player but there's they have some baseball tie-in somehow somewhere 
Where is Cooperstown located? Like, where's the Baseball Hall of Fame? It's in New York. Yeah, it's a village in New York State. Yeah. Is what I'm picking up. Okay. But then New York, like, th- does that sound like, could they be from there? Because they mentioned a small town where most people didn't go anywhere. Do you think that fits the Cooperstown bill, potentially? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely possible that they're from Cooperstown. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, maybe. Or somewhere okay. near there or something like that. Yeah, I mean, all of this is for me to point out. I don't know. I don't know who this is at all. I don't have any inklings. I, like, forced a vault guess out of myself because I just, I was, like, choking. I, it was, I was in a position where I wasn't writing anything and the performance was nearly done. I was like, yeah. uh, uh, let me just throw these know. two names in here. Whatever happens, happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm like a billion percent sure I'm wrong. So it'll be fun when I have to make this reveal. But that's going to be a long time from now, Liana, because this bull can sing. The bull has razzle dazzle. The bull is pumping up the audience as they're singing. Genuinely, I don't see the bull being usurped by anybody on the road to the final here. Yeah. I am the the only thing I'm concerned about is of course the button. If somehow the bull gets unmasked because of the button. That'll be nuts. But, but other <laughs> which would be extremely nuts. But when after the performance when Robin Thick said, Oh, you're a front runner to go to the finals, at first I was like, Daddy chill. But then I thought, you know what? what? No no no, you, you, you daddy chilled Robin Thick to my face. Like that meme, daddy chill. I know the meme. It's just hard to hear, um, and not take a, do a double take, but we'll move on. Yeah. So I was like, Robin chill. And That's worse then like, I, I remembered the other performers. I was like, mm, maybe. Light it up. Maybe this is true. Honestly, I felt that the the bull was such a strong performer, and I I don't think that that's necessarily hyperbolic to say that he is the front runner to go to the finals. I genuinely don't think that that is a wild thing to say for us here, especially because of the format. If it truly is, the bull is not going to end up facing off against like a top tier performer from Group B at any point, and it's just a straight shot they'll meet in the final. Unless a very good wild card gets unleashed into this group, I just don't see it. I don't see anyone taking yeah. because the, the combo, has it the all. singing, and it's yeah, it's the it's the combo. It's the full package. You know, they can sing, they can dance, they can act, they can uh, be somehow related to baseball. Hmm. You know, what was the stuff. name of the song the bull did? Do you have that on file? Yeah, it was Train Drops of Jupiter. Yes, it was Train Drops of Jupiter. It was yeah. great. It was a very yeah. good rendition. Of the that song. was the also thing was that you see that song show like, oh man, my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> you do like that song. I do like that song. Um, so during the why did you come on the mass singer question? Nick Cannon is told by the bull that they're actually quite shy about singing, which to me is very interesting. Because then if this is a person who's maybe not most known for their singing, Mm -hmm. could they be they're most known probably for some kind of performance? And I'm getting I'm getting I'm feeling dancer. I'm feeling like 
they know how to move their body. Now, I don't know if that comes in in like a big dance thing or a theater thing, or maybe they're kind of like in the Channing Tatum mold where they do dancing and they're an actor. I don't know. Um, but the movement gives me like strong, they know how to use their body type. I think that that's probably a good assumption. I think when someone is that good a performer, but they're maybe a little bit more nervous about the singing, then I think the dancing is the next thing that stands out. So, and obviously the bold is such a performer and we know those costumes are big. They're heavy. So the fact that the bull can dance given the costume, then mm-hmm. they, they're good. They're good. Yeah. So the guesses from the judges, we had the, at this point, this might as well be, what was it called last year? The jar they had like the guest jar, the, s- the swear jar. What? Yeah. Like throw Brian Luttrell into the jar. Oh, it was definitely oh a jar. the Jamie Foxx jar. Yes. Yes. The guest jar. Mm-hmm. Yes. So Jenny says Brian Luttrell, Robin says Cisco, and Ken musters up the courage to joke about The Rock um, potentially being there. I don't think it's The Rock, obviously. But again, I think it's someone who just knows their movements very well. And if it's not someone who's known for, because that's why I think Jenny goes to the boy band route, because a boy bander typically will have the singing down and the dancing down. But then if you're not known for your singing, the dancing's there. That gives me that. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I, I'm telling you right now, I, I have no idea who this is. And when you hear my vault guess, you will spit take. I'm telling you, just warning. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Well, I'm I'm excited. Yeah, I can't wait. But we're going to wait for a long time. So we already talked about the vote time. The first person unmasked is the octopus. We don't need to sit on the octopus for too long here because we've already discussed who it is. So that's fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll just tell everyone what the final guesses were from the panel. They all stuck with their first impressions. Nicole said Shaq. Ken said Dwight Howard. Jenny said Dennis Rodman. Robin Thicke said Joel Embiid. It was Dwight Howard. Ken gets it right. Ken now has one point on the Golden Ear scoreboard, which is wild to see Ken beating everybody. Let's see if he can keep it going. Mm-hmm. I mean, the problem is, though, is that he already got his basketball player. So unless there's another basketball player, I'm a little nervous for him, but you never know. I feel like if one of them is Bill Murray, he might get another one because Bill Murray was in Space Jam. Like he could get it because Space Jam, the movie was basketball. Sure, yeah. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if it's like tangentially related enough, but it's still basketball theme, then maybe he has that superpower still. <laughs> Perhaps. What's interesting is they mentioned a couple of the clues that linked here. So the the toy blocks I mentioned earlier, the ABC, those were Mm -hmm. a nod to his defensive blocks in basketball. Then there was a gold phone that rang in the clue package and the gold phone ring equals championship ring. Get it? Welcome to the Mass Singer. Yay! (laughs) And he's an eight-time All-Star, which that might have been what the number eight was for. It just happened to also fit the jersey number, so I will take that. Ah, I see. Is but it was like, is that always his jersey number, or is that just a jersey number he has had at one point? No, 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 no. I I distinctly believe he has worn other jersey numbers as well. I don't think he's only been a number eight his whole life. Okay. All right. So 
That brings us over to the next unmasking. Now, you're mentioning here, at this point, you did not expect the octopus. So who did you think was going to get unmasked for the second person here? I thought it would have been the pufferfish. Very intrigued by this from you. That's what I thought, man. <laughs> That's what I thought, man. I you're like, right. I don't so know spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, it's not the pufferfish. Mother Nature is going home. All right. Mm -hmm. So Mother Nature is going to go home. The final guesses from the judges are Tiffany Haddish, uh, Nicole Ching. Uh, that was Ken's. Nicole changed hers from Chelsea Handler to Tracy Ellis Ross. Robin Thicke had Tracy Ellis Ross. Jenny also had Tiffany Haddish. And then the mass Singer. So let me tell you about the mass Singer here, folks. We talked about this last week. Their big part of their promotion for the show this season was, and for the first time ever, night one, two people are getting unmasked. Yeah, they lied to your faces. They left us on a flipping cliffhanger going into episode two. So they were like, they did the take it off chant. Mother Nature was unmasking. And before we could see who it was, the screen turned black and it said, who is it? Tune in tomorrow to find out. So that's so, so, so I was watching the time and I was like, there's no way, there's no way they're going to have time. And they started doing it like, but. But there's not enough time. And sure enough, the wool was pulled over my eyes. Cause there should be a shit <laughs> season because I couldn't see a thing. Ah, but fine. That's fine. Like, thankfully, again, I watched the Survivor premiere live. So I watched this episode the same day I watched episode two. So it was only maybe an hour and a half between <laughs> when I saw that uh, nature, Mother Nature was going to be unmasked actually finding out who Mother Nature was. Yeah, you didn't get, I waited almost all day. So I was definitely upset that I didn't watch it closer to the actual 8 p.m. slot. But that's fine because we're just going to dive right into the 8 p.m. slot now. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Episode 2 comes on. And immediately, without any hesitation, we're going into the unmasking. And the person behind the mask is none other then Vivica A. Fox, Liana. Uh, yeah, this one was tough because I, as soon as I, I made my vault guess, spoiler alert, my vault guess was Aisha Tyler because of Wayne Brady. It was someone who was really energetic and moving. And all I could think of was the, uh, shoot, Will, uh, Weird Al Yankovic video that Aisha Tyler is in for tacky and i just felt like the physical body movements were somewhat similar so i was like all right lock it in let's do it and then i saw mother nature stand next to nick cannon and i know that aisha tyler is very tall i think she's the same height as nick 
and Mother Nature was shorter. And I was like, I screwed it up. So I knew I wasn't getting the vault guest. So then I tried to figure out, okay, well, maybe I can somewhat redeem myself by trying to figure out who it was. And then it was the fo- the whole fox thing. Yeah, it wasn't. It was Wayne <laughs> Brady was the fox. So Vivica A. Fox. Get it? Not Jamie Fox. Vivica A. Fox. Uh, brutal. Literally, I was kicking myself because I saw the Wayne Brady thing and I immediately said, yo, whose line is it anyway? I know Aisha has been hosting it. Wayne has been on it from like the get go. Mm -hmm. I love both of them. Lock it in. It's Aisha Tyler. What are we doing with ourselves? And then in between waiting for episode one and episode two, I went back and looked at the clue packages again Mm -hmm. and I was like, hold up. That's too cute. (laughs) Fox, the Fox, Vivica A. Fox, could that be you? I don't know much about her, but I thought that would be very interesting. And then it's Vivica A. Fox. And I was like, well, damn. <laughs> so damn. There you go. Oh, well. Oh, well. It is yeah. what it is. The good news is I like the idea of me and you had the same vault guest. So that makes me happy. Mm-hmm. Will you fail together? And fail together. <laughs> we exactly. fail together and you succeed alone. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, Liana, it must be the month of August. Because we're going back to school. All right, it's back to school night over on the Mass Singer. That's the theme for this evening. And mm-hmm. they love doing their themes on the Mass Singer. So this was mm-hmm. no different. Okay. So mm-hmm. they talked about, oh, there are new student transfers coming tonight, which are our two new wildcard performers joining us on the stage tonight. That's going down. They also revealed the button finally to everybody for the first time, the uh, take it off button. Uh, Mm -hmm. Nick quickly goes over what it means and how it works. Ken presses it comedically because, of course, Ken's going to press the button. They called him a little baby. That's fitting. We're good. We can move on. The first performer of the night is the first wild card reveal of the season, Liana. Take it away. Talk all about the hamster. The hamster costume looks so much worse on TV than I thought it did in the picture. It looks really cheap. What did you? So I, I don't thought know. It I thought it looked anyway. I thought it looked cute in the picture. It looked like a cute little stuffed animal. That's what I the got hamster. here too. That didn't change for me. Yeah, but it's not as cute. It's it looks more. It looks a little like. Cheap looks raggedy. Liana, what? I don't know. There's just something about it. Maybe because it's not as poofy. Because you know, obviously, the person inside has to be able to move around, so it can't be completely stuffed all the time, like a stuffed animal. Because you know how stuffed animals are always stuffed. You know, yes. And so it's always pushed out. Like the the fabric's always pushed out. But for the little the little hamster, when he's moving around, his fabric has to go in and out because he's not stuffed. So, I don't know. I don't know. Interesting. We have an interesting stance here on this. <laughs> I don't want to call it a stance. It's just a random musing of a woman who's too tired. Okay. So, that was what I thought first. But then, the clue package, the hamster always felt like they were stuck in a wheel. And they were jumping from one project to another project with their famous friends. Something about breaking routine. I guess a goldfish. And those are my notes that I took. <laughs> Was that helpful? You, okay. Yeah, I mean, we'll take it. I'll, I'll add a little bit to it. So I, the goldfish, right? So the goldfish is a thing that was focused in on. I wrote down Nemo 
right out the gate? Because of course I did. But do you think the goldfish has to do with the fact that a gold, like, you know, the whole memory of a goldfish? And do you think that means that they've just done a whole lot of things? And that's what the clue is trying to nod us to? Oh, maybe like it adds to the fact that they've been in so many different things, which also goes with the whole jumping from one project to another. Yeah. Like, could it be a nod to that? Maybe I could see it. Um, other things I have in my notes from the clue package here is that, um, hold on. Sorry. I went a little bit lower. Yeah. So there was Alcatraz Island was a poster in the background that I saw. Um, mm-hmm. they've been in all kinds of arenas and. They talked about it's been tricky for momentum. Then got uh, the musician, but I think the whole like headset thing and on one project to the next. I thought this could be a musician, maybe a producer type person. Maybe I don't know. Um, Alcatraz Island. I could this be like a nod to like an Ibiza or something? That's I went to. One of the Tony Hawk Pro Skater games, you can go to Alcatraz. Okay, but but elaborate. <laughs> that was, that's, that's what I thought of. So maybe it's someone, <laughs> one of the other skaters that you could be. Because we've already had Tony Hawk, so he can't come back. Hmm. Well, Alcatraz is that prison, right? Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know how that links to this, to this clue package. Maybe so he I'm was in sure. prison. Because he felt maybe. like he was stuck in an Alcatraz. Oh, maybe he felt like he was stuck in a wheel because he was stuck in prison. <gasps> that might make sense. Yeah, I could see that. Okay, okay. So, so then the performance happens. And the hamster gets brought out in a wheel to sing Pretty Woman. <laughs> yeah, uh, this was shocking to me somehow. I guess I just didn't expect the hamster to be as good. I mean, obviously it could carry a tune. It did feel a little bit, it felt like the hamster is someone who likes to sing, but maybe isn't a tip top toes singer. Yeah, it felt like this was, I don't know what to think. Cause like the hamster's voice goes deep that I know for sure. Hamster's mm-hmm. got a deep voice when it comes to it. Got like all the deep notes are getting hit. But then mm-hmm. it felt like a very good karaoke rendition. Like this is like the Hamster's yes. go-to karaoke yeah. joint. Oh my god, that's what I have written down. It felt like this was this is their go-to song. And that's why it's so good is because it's it's this is their song that they've practiced and they're used to singing it and so they're going to nail it. Yes. So that is what I got in the in the notes for the performance. I thought it was fine, but obviously now I have the knowledge of the three previous performers that are going to come back. So I'm immediately comparing them. And my immediate decision was, I think Hamster's going home tonight, unless the second yeah. wild card is worse. Yeah, I, I thought so too. I mean, the thing is, is that the benefit is we just saw th- at least three of the other performers. So we know the skunk, we know the pufferfish, we know the bull. And so it was really just the baby is what we were waiting for to see. Because I thought, it, again, I thought it was good. I just, I didn't think it was one of those per- performances. Where, oh yeah, Robin Thick style, lock you in for the finals. Exactly. I also felt similarly as well. Um, I did, so now... 
as this being a new performer, vaulted guesses were coming in. They had the box in the last episode. This episode, it is, and I'm quoting, the tube of deliverance. Mm. And they rolled this little ball with the with the clue in it and through the tube of deliverance played out to the tune of I like to move it, move it, which I do love that song. Yeah, that was interesting. The fact that they called it the tube of deliverance, because all I could think of was uh, the movie deliverance. You haven't seen that movie deliverance, have you? So well, I only know it just made about- it creepy. Yeah, well, I only know about the movie Deliverance because of the very same line you quoted, which someone mentioned on the reality TV show Hunted like mm-hmm. five years ago. Mm-hmm. I've never seen the movie, so I don't know what it's about. Um, but that being said, the name was odd. I'm assuming because the clue was being delivered. So the tube of delivery, but then delivery sounds like pizza. So maybe they went with Deliverance. I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know why the. Bo- I mean, look. I know I was shading the box all. Yeah, <laughs> all bring the box hour. Back. Yeah, but I'm fine. Well, whatever. Look, they wanted to make it thematic, but then what did they have for the baby? Did they have the same thing for the baby? I don't. No, remember. no. The baby had something else. The baby had something else, which we'll get to uh, later on here. Um, but they had a new clue delivery system for the special clue after it was no longer "Why are you on the Mass Singer?" They brought out the locker. Let's take a look into the contestant's locker and see what other clues we have. So the locker for the hamster provided this clue. The hamster likes to play baseball. Yeah, another Cooperstown. Oh, I mean, not exactly Cooperstown, but another baseball reference. So this was again, I was like, no, it's not a baseball. Well, it could be a baseball player. It's hard to tell how tall the hamster is inside the little hamster cage. Yeah, I think that is key for us to figure out who this is. Now, I have a theory on who this is. Okay. Okay. So my vault guess is not going to be this person. So I'll share this one with y'all for free. Uh, You can find out my vault guess when they get uh, revealed, if they get revealed. So I saw baseball. This is someone who's, you know, we talked about musically speaking, not tip top but they've mm-hmm. clearly perfected this one song they sounded mm-hmm. deeper so to me it was a little older i'm thinking it's an actor the baseball clue kind of brings it full package because now i'm looking at one specific movie for this and that is the bench warmers a 2006 american comedy starring david spade uh john hater and rob schneider so oh my god do you think it's rob schneider I do think it's Rob Schneider now, um, based on <laughs> this stuff that we've put together. Now, oh, no. yeah, so I, I do think it could be Rob Schneider simply because of the baseball clue. That's where I went because I have watched that movie a couple of times. So it was fresh on the mind. Uh, <sighs> okay, yeah. I'm trying to I'm trying to think of what other clues. Always jumping from project to project with my famous friends. I mean, kind of right. He literally. I mean, think of all the movies that he's in. With Adam Sandler with like Adam and David Sandler. Spade and Kevin James. Yeah. Like they that whole crew is in a bunch of movies together. Yeah, no, you're right. Cause I'm looking at I'm looking at his movie list now. It's Big Daddy, The Animal, Mr. Deeds, Fifty First Dates. You know, he was in all of those. 
bench warmers. I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Don't mess with the Zohan. Yeah, he's Growing in a bunch up. of stuff. He also does a bunch of voiceover for film and stuff. I'm trying oh, to see. Good. Um, I like this guy. Yeah, thank you. He was he did um a voice in the movie Shark in the uh, animated movie Shark Bait. That's a fish movie, right? It's not Shark Nemo, but bait. it's a fish Ooh, movie. Ha, ha. Is it based on Shark Bait? Ooh, ha, ha. I don't. What is Uhaha? Shark. <laughs> you know from Finding Nemo. Babe, I've not Shark watched bait. that. You've never seen? Oh, oh, okay. No, right, I, in a while. It, yeah, but in like, I've not seen it in the last six, no, 14, 13 years. It's been a minute. Yeah, it's when they're in the tank. Shark bait. Ooh, ha, ha. Oh, I, I, the only thing I remember from Finding Nemo is mine, mine, mine. That's uh, what I remember. I yeah, see. I'm, I'm the mine guy. But. I've also, I've never seen Finding Dory. That'll confess to you for free. Okay. I never saw Finding Dory either. No, it's when, um, it's in the movie. It's what? Watch Finding Dory. Mm -hmm. Yeah, probably. Um, (laughs) but yeah, but it's in the movie again, when Finding Nemo, he's in the fish tank and they rename him. They have the ceremony to induct him into the fish tank. And then they're like, you should, you will forever be known or you will now be known as shark bait. And then the rest of the fish go shark bait. Ooh, ha, ha. Uh-huh. Interesting. Okay. It was a very, for- <laughs> apparently, formidable moment to me. Yeah. Shark bait. Ooh, ha, ha. <laughs> Ooh, ha, ha. So I don't, yeah, I feel like we need more clues to see where this person is. But I'm, I, I think it's going to be someone in that mold. And I think the judges back this up, too, with the guesses they put out. The judges' guesses, they had, and this is where they kind of like threw seven guesses out. They had uh-huh. Bill Murray, Brendan Fraser, Tim Allen, Kelsey Grammer, Andy Richter, Jack Black. So they're thinking of a comedy person who's in their like between the ages of like 40 to 60. Yeah. All right. Well, I got some bad news for you. He's been an outspoken critic of childhood vaccinations claiming they cause autism. So. More or less likely to be on the show. I mean, Jenny McCarthy's right there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so. Oh, my God. Yeah. What am I? Who am I kidding? Like, of course. Silly Boris. Silly me. Silly Boris. So, Diana I don't Boris. know. Ooh, ha, ha. <laughs> Ooh, ha, ha. Okay. So, um, shall we now proceed to some of the more repeated performers here? Yes. All right. So let's talk about the sequels here. Skunk the sequel. We get Skunk back here once again. Um, and then the Skunk's whole clue package was about education, right? It's, it's again, it's back to school. The Skunk forever a student. They put, pull out a book from the library that says expect the unexpected. I don't think it's Julie Chen. Spoiler alert. Um, then there's the big book of acting. And then there's a book that says iron out your swing. And it's like, it's got a little golf, uh, club in it. And then they said that they wanted to sing a song for all the women out there. Liana, before we jump into the performance, the big clue for me was iron out your swing. I don't think this is meant to be a golf clue. I think this is a dancing with the stars clue. Wait, why is it a dancing with the stars clue? Swing dancing. Oh. Yeah. And when you, when you go on that show, you get choreography to what? Iron out your dance skills. Iron out your uh-huh. swing. So you're telling oh. me you think it's the Miz. Yeah, definitely. The skunk <laughs> is the very 
eternally soulful legend in the scene of music, <laughs> Mike Mizanin, The Miz. Nailed it. I know it. I know it. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly a wrestler. Okay. Well, I think that that's a really great perspective to have because they love to do that with these types of clues. Obviously, it's not Julie Chen. Julie Chen was never on Dancing with the Stars, so that totally fits. Uh, the big thing here, though, was the fact that she put her life on hold for others. So something changed in her life. And she had to sort of like put her life career on hold. That was kind of, to me, the big narrative story takeaway. Yeah. So do you have any, does that bring your list down? Because like the last time, the last episode was Diva Clue. Does this shortlist divas for you or not? Uh, No, it wasn't. It wasn't particularly helpful. I (laughs) was still, I just, I like, I couldn't get past. It's just like a Mary J. Blige type. But but I couldn't get past that moment. Yeah, it's like I have no idea, right? I have no idea how to begin to shortlist. And also we're recording right after we watch. So we didn't quite have the time to marinate on these clues for the second batch. Mm-hmm. But we can just jump in to the performance here. And Skunk does um, It's a Man's World by James Brown. Okay. The performance was phenomenal. I love this performance. We got that moonlight motif going on. It's like nighttime. There's a full moon out with clouds in the background. I thought the dancers were a good addition here. I'm actually higher on the dancers this season than I've been ever before. And it's because mm-hmm. they're fitting. I think the only one I wasn't really keen on was the whack-a-mole dancers with Mother Nature. The rest of them I've loved very much. So it's been very good to see. They weren't really dancers. They were just whack-a-moles. I mean, if you're in the performance, you're part of the background dancers, right? Like, yeah, there's no, I guess so. I guess that's true. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I mean, I think the skunk did more this episode and actually maybe is going to look like the only person to potentially upset the bull. I think it's not impossible that something the skunk performs one night might upset whatever the bull picks to perform on another night. Hmm. Yes. I. I. It's. It's tough because we know for sure that this group is going to go down to the final representative. So it's mm-hmm. kind of tough to for me to get out of the who's going to be the representative, who's going to be the representative, because it's not like oh well the top two or three will go against the you know the top two three from the other group, and then we could kind of see. I just I want to think of who <laughs> who's the tribute you know from this group. <laughs> yeah, we'll find that out. We'll find we have a long route to go because I have to imagine next week we're gonna see group B. So we're not gonna see group A again. We just can't. Mm-hmm. Group A lost three members. I feel like we can't see group A again until group B loses at least two members. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well so okay, wait, uh okay, so hold on. So I'm trying to do the math. So we started with five, we lost two, but then mm-hmm. we added two back, so we're back at five. Then we're we going to be down one. to four. Okay, so we have four. And then there's one extra wild card that's going to come into this group, right? Uh, I, th- I think there's six total, right? So, yes, let's say it's split even. There should be a third yeah. one coming 16, into this group. Yeah, there's 16 total contestants. Yes. Yes. So then one more would join. And then we're already at the final five of that group. So that means that's that wild. of the four, the four, yeah, like that's like the top four of the group plus one more. 
I don't know. It just all felt so fast. I'm overwhelmed. <laughs> I mean, we've just, we've casually unmasked three people. Like, yeah, and that's you. where we're at now. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Let's see. Is there any other part of this performance that you want to highlight? Robin stood on the toe. Well, I just want to, it was absolutely fabulous and completely outstanding. Like I, the fa- and Rob literally, Robin was literally standing on the table in support it. of this performance. Yeah. I, I, and, and honestly, the movement also that the skunk gave, she was bopping all around and, you know, like squatting down. I was very impressed with being able to do the movement plus the performance. So. Let's go, Listen, Skunk. Skunk's got some razzle dazzle locked up that they're gonna unleash on us. I just know it. I feel it. I feel it, and I'm very happy that that is a thing that they have. Both Robin and Nick called this the best vocal performance ever on the Mass Singer, mm-hmm. which I thought was a, I know. a big endorsement here. So take that. But I'm excited. That makes me excited. I agree. Um, then in the locker. We got um, something about miseducation was mentioned, and Ken Jong lost his mind. This is Lauren Hill. She was, you know, she was on Sister Act Two, so that's a thing. And then Robin mentions Fantasia, and Nicole mentions Janelle Monae. Hmm. Yeah. I don't think this is Fantasia, I... but Fantasia's do on the Masked Singer sometime. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. None of the guesses really stood out to me as, oh, because sometimes what will happen when the judges will give a guess is I'll just be like, oh, yes, definitely that. Mm, I don't know. But also, I have no better guess anyway, so I'll just go with the I've, judges. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> the skunk, none of the guesses have really strongly resonated with me as of yet. So yeah. we'll just have to wait and see more potentially yeah. here. I think I'm going to, I think what I need, because I just, I need to take, I got to take my sweet time. I'm excited for next week when I can come back and say, okay, this, oh wait, I guess we're getting group B next week. Fine. In two weeks or whatever, when I can come back and be like, all right, look, I've been marinating on it. I've been smelling the scent of the skunk. I think I have a guess because right now I'm all out of sorts. Well, the next episode is called group B premiere. So that's guaranteed. Mm -hmm. The episode after that is called house party. So that's going to be the theme I'm guessing, but let's go ahead and assume those are both group B. We'll see. Um, I think it's time we we pass this around. You know, a puffer puffer pass, if you will. Pufferfish is back for a sequel. Mm-hmm. Now, the Pufferfish's clue package, they talk about how they lived a sheltered, very religious life. Um, they had to keep their dreams to themselves, and they were holding a diary in this um in this clue package. There was a cardinal in the clue package. And then they talked about how it felt good to express themselves. And they alluded to maybe they've been, you know, the accent could be fake. There could be a little bit of trickery going on. which I Yeah, a little, a, lot. Bit, a little bit of voice modulation going on, which made me think, obviously, of the leopard. And then to know that Love you're it. so high on the puffer fish is like, well, that's why. It's very big leopard energy here. I loved it. I love it. I love it so much. I love it so much. Then the performance happens. All right. Now, allow me to paint the picture here and paint the scene of this performance. So it's like this underwater motif. And in the background, there's all these bubbles and stuff. And it looks like we're all underwater. And there's these little fish 
dancers behind the judges also dancing and there's bubbles behind the judges and then the pufferfish is performing underwater next to clam dancers who are just dancers in clamshells which that i thought was, my was favorite. great i loved the clam dancers i would that's a great halloween costume because not only does it socially distance you from other people around because you've got the little like clams part sticking out you could just like cover the top down and be like no more so no i'm done with social interaction <laughs> now and then you just retreat into your your clam yeah, no one's going to talk to you. If you <laughs> yeah. don't want to talk to anybody, just shut the clamshell and dip. You're you're yeah. done. It's sorted. Yeah. So yeah. I, the only part of the performance that I had a qualm with was mm-hmm. the song choice. Let me explain why. Because of having watched the two episodes back to back, I was like, mm-hmm. Pufferfish, why are you doing another song that's been heavily used on TikTok? Now, yeah. I know <laughs> literally 30 minutes ago, I was like, Liana, it's your fault because you've just been on TikTok too long. I get that. But I also thought like you've easily picked two very overplayed songs from yeah. the last like year. So that part was a little, I was like, you, should, you know, I was hoping maybe a little bit different. Cause you know, one of the things I've liked about the frog, for example, was the, you know, the bouncing around doing songs from different angles. Okay. One week you're doing a 2000 song. Next week you're doing a 2010 song like different decades kind of vibe. I like that. So this felt a little bit too similar things happening back to back, but everything about the performance itself, the vocals on point, the rapping on point. It's just, it's everything. There's everything in this performance. There was nothing lacking. I was not missing anything. I loved it so much. Mm-hmm. This one I liked a lot more than her first performance. I felt like it really showcased her voice more than the other one did. And I, I while again, yes, I completely agree that the the song choice, maybe not my favorite because it's so overplayed and I hear it on the radio all the time. When she started doing the rapping part, I was blown away. I genuinely didn't even think it was her. I thought she was just dancing to someone else singing. And then when I realized it was her, I was, my jaw was on the floor. I was flabbergasted. I was incredibly impressed. I told you, like, that's what I thought. I know. I I saw the puffer fish (laughs) light, bro. Okay. I'm here. The second performance, I was like, okay, I knew you were holding back on us because damn, there's a lot more going on here. This was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I loved it so much. Um, yeah. in the in the in the locker later on, there was a spelling bee champion sash, and then the pufferfish mentions they have bars, they have moves, and then there were mentions of letters. So then this took Ken to MIA, which letters MIA. Not mad at you, bro. Jenny says Nelly Furtado. Robin says Vanessa Hudgens. Then Ken later says Zoe Saldana is um, his uh, potential guest here. I love the puffer fish. Full stop. I know. I know. I'm not ready for what we're going to reveal later. So then we go over to the bull. Okay. We go over to the bull, which then confirms baby is going to be the last performer. So we're going to get a complete wild card um, blank slate for the last performer. But before that, let's go over to the bull. The bull in the clue package talks about how they had one place where they spent most of their free time. That was the garage, their garage. Um, they marched to the beat of their own drum. Um, and they talked about their first crush, which was also their first pain kind of thing. 
Did, my clue package thing for, for the bull might be a little bit all over the place. Do you have anything else you can add to it to make it better? Um, The first crush, first heartbreak thing, that's who he's going to sing his song to. Um, I also noticed the red sneakers, the very bright red sneakers. That stood out to me. Um, did you talk about the Disney concert hall? I did not talk about the Disney concert hall. Yeah. So that was another big thing that the Disney concert hall and the red sneakers was the two things that like stood out to me. Yeah. Okay. So then the performance happens, Liana, and the bull literally is hitting notes that I've not heard anybody hit before. Yeah. That was an experience. Yeah, it was. I kind of forgot that there was then going to be another performance after because it definitely felt like a show closing performance, not the person right before the finale or like the final performer. You know what I mean? This is what you what is performed at the finals. That's the caliber of performance we got for their second ever appearance. They did the song What Hurts the Most by Rascal Flatts. And it was just, I had an out of body. This was everything. And I just bigged up the puffer fish, but I recognized the greatness of the bull big time here. It was so good. It was so simple too. There was not many, not much going on in the background. It was just one bull, one stage. And it was like all red. It was so good. I loved it so much. Mm-hmm. And the thing I want to point out is again, the bull keeps getting audience interaction done, which I think is highly underrated. Yes. So it's interesting to hear you mention that the bulls, it sounded like something from the finale. That's like my one concern for the bull is that they're. They're they're using all of their good performances now. I need you to keep some of that safe. But yeah. it's so competitive. I can understand why you want to come out and be, you know, the best self you can be. Yeah. So it's interesting though, because I'm getting based on the bull's like movement, quick feet, audience interaction, I think the bull is gonna take us in other directions too. This was a powerhouse vocal performance. I wouldn't be shocked if the next time we saw the bull. We get a full like pop song, popular music, dancing. I I could very much picture that right now. So I do think there's other stuff in the chamber, but we have gotten the powerful vocals out the way almost. So what's what next was, for you? Um, would you remember what the clue was for the bull? The locker clue? No, 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 no. From the very, very first promo. Uh oh yes, I can look that up for you. I can look that yeah, up. Yeah, can you, you right look now. that up? I'm just I'm 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 curious because I I do have a vault guess for this person, but I don't necessarily think it's right because I think I know who I think I know who this is, but I kinda I'm feeling a little um, So uh-huh. the Bulls was uh ti- there was a tiger and a lion. Yeah, okay. Okay. Is that okay. you got anything? Okay. <laughs> Um, I'm, I, I want to, I want to marinate a little bit. Okay. This okay. is, uh, I'm not ready to cook this chicken yet. All right. Leave me in the fridge <laughs> in a plastic bag for. In a bowl with all the spices, <laughs> marinate. We'll come back to it tomorrow. Rub me up, baby. Let's go. You should have gone to bed long ago if you're saying stuff like that. Okay. All right. I'm quite sleepy. 
<laughs> We're almost there, Liana. You've been doing well. You've been doing well. I'm happy. Aw, that makes me happy. So the the clue, the locker clue was three cheerleaders came out of the locker, the Bulls locker. They mentioned that they love the cheer of the crowd. I don't, I can't put two and two on this clue package. Couldn't tell you what that was. Mm. Wait, is this where the um, the cheerleaders came out of the thing? Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then Robin Thicke said the thing that was really creepy about looks like, like my locker. He was like, yeah. oh, looks like my locker. I'm like, I'm sorry. Were you keeping humans hostage in your locker? Yeah. Shut up, Robin Thicke. <laughs> God, <laughs> don't. Maybe you shouldn't say that. Anyway, that was uh, yeah, my thought. He, again. The, that was his Hawaiian shirt side coming out a little bit. Where it's like, okay, your bad decisions happened with your mouth this time. Stop it. Sure, <laughs> <laughs> sure, Robin. Yeah. Um. Ken mentions Darren, Chris, and then Brandon Flower of the Killers was also mentioned as a potential guest here. Do any of them? Mm. Could you buy any of them as this as the bull? No. Okay. No. I couldn't. I just don't I I I get what they're going for with the type of person. Someone who has amazing range, amazing vocals, but no. All right. Well, before we hit you with a lullaby, baby, we're gonna talk about baby. And the baby. The, not the baby, just baby. There's no the, there's no duh, it's just baby. But it's a just tall baby. baby. It's a big baby, okay? It's, it's a, a big, big baby. <laughs> Mike Bloom is having nightmares as we speak. I know. I feel bad for him. That and then oh, the fact that the baby do. dancers had the baby humans, like dancers or whatever, that was really creepy. <laughs> well, we, what I'm going to do right now, I'll tell you this. Oh, no. um, I'm going to get a zoomed photo of the baby's face and uh-huh. I'm going to text it to Mike Bloom. Okay, that's really sweet of you. Yeah, sweet is the word for sure. Mm-hmm. It's not going to bother him or anything potentially. Yeah, so here comes Baby and Baby is oh, the last performer of the night. The wild card of the night. And the Baby's clue package happens. I'm not. I'm going to keep it 100 with you and the audience. I have two things written in my clue package and none of them are clues. I have Australian question mark and then I have British question mark. I don't know. The baby, baby has an accent and then that threw me off. And then the clue was like baby is causing mayhem in the streets and stuff. The one thing they do talk about is that they replaced Arnold in a role before, which is a clue, I guess. I don't quite know how that fits and what that would mean. What does replacing someone mean? Does this mean that you replaced him in a movie role? You replaced him as like a guest, as a seat haver at like an award show? You replaced him as governor? What does that mean? Couldn't tell you. Yeah, I was just very overwhelmed by the giant, creepy, creepy, creepy baby with a weird, weird, weird accent. The fact that Nicole said that's a little disturbing was an understatement for me personally. Um, But in terms of the clues, there's something about the baby rat pack. I don't know if that means that this is a person who performed in a group. 
And that's why they referred to themselves as part of the Rat Pack. They had Blockbuster hits, which makes me think of Blockbuster, the movie rental place. There was and then, a red car that Big Baby pulled, like takes, which looks like it's a notable car. You can't kind of call car. him Big Baby. You have to just call it Baby. It's weird calling Baby Baby. There was also a zoom in on the police badge from the... I'm sorry, this Did is Big Baby. we come up with a different name? No, you don't want to call it Big Baby. Why not? It's a Big it's Baby. It's literally in the clue package... This baby is the size of skyscrapers. That's a big baby. <laughs> That's a big old baby you got there. Oh my god! Do you do you remember that TikTok we saw of that really big baby, the like real chubby little baby, but it's big baby. <laughs> Did you? Oh, okay. Have you seen? I, I assume these don't come across on your TikTok page, but babies during quarantine are built different. And moms are talking about how the fact that like my baby's built different because of quarantine. Because well, the theory, why? the theory what is that, well, no, the, they're learning how to walk at a younger age. They're, they're just learning how to do things at a younger age. And part of that is because people think that, or the theory is that the, the parents are home with the kids all the time. So they can, they're spending more time oh. with their kids. Also the access to um, breast milk is higher. Um, and that's the theory is like why these babies are developing faster than quote unquote normal. So anyway, are you are you saying that this baby is a quarantine baby? This is a quarantine baby. That's what I'm saying. And that's why it's so big. And that's why it's done so many things is because this quarantine baby is built different. It, that theory does have legs. I'll tell you that. Okay. Yeah. Two of them <laughs> that babies can walk on because it's a big baby. Big baby. This baby isn't a crawling baby. It's definitely a walking baby. It's definitely and a walking baby. What? What were we about to say? No. What? No. Because I've been banned okay. from talking about this subject. What subject is that? Okay. When your baby is born. Oh, you list- my. <laughs> oh, God. So this came up. I want to give context to this. Liana has been talking about this last from last weekend. We took a trip and we met up with Liana's sister and her husband and Liana just pulled this question out of thin air <laughs> and is clearly like the chicken in the fridge been marinating on it and is about to bring it up here. Go on, put it out there. I want the people to let us know. I want us to get a clear answer on this. Okay. So you know how when a baby's born, they'll be like, yeah, my baby was eight pounds, eight, eight, eight pounds, eight <laughs> ounces and tw- 21 inches long, right? People, people will be like that about their baby. Sure. When is the baby turned from length to height, right? Because obviously you talk about, yeah, my kid is three feet tall, but babies, you talk about length because they just lay there because they can't stand up. So, okay. I get, I get the two extreme cases that a baby laying down is a length and a kid standing has height. But what do you call it when a baby is crawling? Is it still length because it can't stand up completely? Yes. Yeah, but do you measure when they're just lying flat and they're not crawling? And you say, my yes. baby is this long? 
Yeah, but why are people not talking about how long their babies are? Because I don't see it apart from when they're born. People then because talk about how tall their babies are. After they're born, no one's asked. No one cares about the length of your baby. People but then talk when about they're their standing. Height. Okay. Yeah, because when they're standing, no. they start growing towards you, and you're like, ooh. Like he's grown a lot since I last saw him. Yes. How tall is he now? But yes. like no one is no one is gonna meet up with you after you seeing your baby in their second month versus like fifth month, be like, Oh wow, how lengthy is your baby? They're like, Oh, that's a healthy baby. Like, oh, yeah, she looks cute. He looks cute. That's really where the begins and ends with the conversation. No, because people will be like, Oh my god, she's grown so much. Do you not want to know the dimensions of the baby? Because people talk about, Oh, you've grown so much, how tall are you now? Right? So why wouldn't it be you oh your baby's grown so much? How long is it now? <laughs> Does has anyone ever asked you what the length of I've our never, cats are? I've no uh no, no. but that's yeah. they're and they're always length, they're never height. So length is not an important discussion when it comes to measuring the height of, of things. All I'm saying is I think we should consider this more. Why? And, okay, well, you know what? Let's just wait until we run into a baby, and then we'll Have ask. Have you ever asked anyone about the length of their baby? No, but I'm saying that it should be commonly then, accepted. If we talk about height, we should be able to talk about length, because you talk about a length when they're born, and then you talk about height when they're standing. So what do you do in the interim? Ask what about their length until they become yeah. height. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But no one is like, how long is your five-month-old baby? Liana, because... But do you talk you about amazing, how tall 5 You amazing person. Because no one cares. <laughs> no one cares about the length of your baby until they are standing. Then it becomes a topic of conversation. Until then, it's about the cute factor. It's about um, what they're eating. It's about, are they saying, like, have they said anything? Like that kind of stuff. Their health, the length does not matter until they're standing. Okay, I Googled it. They have average length by age. So they still measure the percentile of babies by length when they're babies. It says eight months old, 50th percentile length for babies is 27 inches. Yes, a doctor it's length. would know length and would ask about length or would give you the length. But it's not part of regular conversation because, again, not because people don't like people have this like mean spirit towards the length of babies. It's more so because nobody really cares about the length of your baby. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see. Well, speaking it's, of length of babies, history will prove me right. What history? Where? I don't know. Just Out here talking talk, about let's... baby dimensions like they're IKEA furniture. No one cares about the length and dimensions well, of babies. Then okay? it was like, should you talk about your baby's volume? And you'd be like, you know, like why are we? T why are we just sticking with one dimension? Let's go. Let's go volume. I would like to go one direction to the next topic, which is the performance of this baby, if we may. Fine. The audience will let you know their thoughts. Don't worry. No one cares. <laughs> no one cares They're about like, the link. They've the baby. turned off the podcast. Like, let me be clear. <laughs> <laughs> so what was weirder to you? 
Was it the babies or big babies performance? The baby dancers? Was it the audience bib guy? Or was it the fact that when the performance ends, the you know how like the egg had a gesture? The baby's gesture is you imitating someone crying by putting your fingers in front of your eyes. Oh my God. I don't know. I was just very overwhelmed with what was happening. My notes are mostly just like, what is happening right now? Because there were the human babies and the baby was in the pen. And then the human baby let the baby out, the big baby out of the pen. And then there were all the human dancing babies in the back. It was really creepy. And then, like you said, there was the guy in the audience with the baby hat. And then I was thinking about the whole audience of it all. I don't know. It was overwhelming. And I was not expecting that singing voice to come out of the baby. So that was the other thing that threw me for a complete loop. Yo, baby got baby got vocal cords. Yeah, like, baby don't got back. Baby has vocal cords. Indeed. I don't know who this is. My again, my vault guess is one of those dumb things that I did because of the clue package. So it's definitely not that. You will hear it when it oh does happen. God. Um, so, so far, not good on the vault guesses for your boy. I'll tell you that, but this was interesting. So the babies, uh, you asked about what, what was the first impression clue delivery? It was like a little baby, like, um, what do you call a baby's bed? A crib? Like a bassinet yes. or a crib? No, it was like a little crib. It was like a little crib strapped onto a car. And then the car like came over and they put their clues in the little crib and then they drove it away. So that was mm. what that was. Okay, yeah. I accept that. Yeah, so the um baby's <laughs> locker get a thing was that it was a report card and they failed driver's ed and they mm-hmm. talked about the need to feed. So Jenny went with Vin Diesel. How excited oh would you God. be if baby is Vin <laughs> and also the pacifier is Vin Diesel too. So <laughs> yeah, I mean after just watching all the Fast and the Furious movies, obviously I'd be totally stoked to have Vin Diesel. It is for sure not Vin Diesel. There's no way no. because you wouldn't be able to understand what the baby was saying if it was Vin Diesel. Can you imagine Unless a little Vin Diesel family. baby? Oh my god, I bet Vin Diesel came out of the womb just being like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Because he's a baby. Well, what is that? <laughs> That's how Vin Diesel talks. <laughs> It's like, so mean. Uh, gonna, gonna, gonna. <laughs> is Vin Diesel Batman? Like, <laughs> no, but doesn't he? He just he just mumbles. It's all about got that, family. <laughs> that does sound like Batman. Yeah. No, he just mumbles and he's got that deep voice. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it because I'm laughing. <laughs> I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's just go over it. <laughs> the vote results. It's time for the vote results, okay? I wanted to say hit the NOS in the baby accent, but I couldn't do it. Hit the NOS. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Ooh, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they're like, okay, so we got the vote. We're going to tell you who's getting unmasked here. And I was convinced. In my notes, I wrote, it's hamster. All right. I was so confident. And then I wrote hamster final guesses. I was like prepared with my notes to like write out whatever the hamsters was. And then Nick looks at the sheet and goes, what? It's pufferfish. Are you McJoking me? 
right now. Yeah. Yeah. So we were watching this together and I've never seen another human being so mad about a puffer Uh, fish being eliminated from a television show. I was distraught, y'all. I was really pissed off. Like, The district, how many times am I supposed to lose my favorites in the first week? How many times? I lost Dragon in the first week. I lost now Pufferfish in the first week. I deserve better. This is wild. Mm -hmm. I don't like it. This is mean. I know. I'm sorry. That's tough. Liana, especially if the flippin' hamster is some dummy like Rob Schneider, how am I supposed to (laughs) keep my chin up? How? Oh my god, what if it is Rob Schneider? And Tony Braxton got eliminated before Rob Schneider. That's so embarrassing. For it like, really is. He, not for her, <laughs> to be clear. Not for Tony Braxton. It's not her mm-hmm. fault. But it's for hu- humanity. Like, as a race. Like, we need to be embarrassed. <laughs> we should. You, can I reveal something to the audience and you? So, mm-hmm. I have Tony Braxton in my vault guess mm-hmm. for the skunk. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah. So that's an L. Um, now I'm wrong in two places. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Oh, man. Yeah. So Tony Braxton, it gets unveiled here. The final guesses from the judges were Jessica Alba for Robin. Uh, Jenny went from JLo to Nelly Furtado. Ken went from Issa Rae to Zoe Saldana. And Nicole stayed on Paula Abdul, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, Tony Braxton was performing her performances underneath her pufferfish mask and then underneath an additional mask as well. That's amazing. I mean, yes. the fact that she was able to do that with the mask on, I mean, it also kind of makes sense also why it may have been obscured additionally because of the mask. But yeah, I, I didn't know that she had lupus. And so, uh, to obviously, of course, you want to take precautions to protect yourself. So totally, totally get the decision. Mm-hmm. 1000%. I'm just happy she came on to do this despite everything going on in the world. I was so sad, Liana. I just, I can't believe someone like Tony Braxton comes on the show and then leaves the first week. Unless, unless, and I'm not, you know me, I'm not one to talk shenanigans, but mm-hmm. unless, she declared it and said, I'm not staying past the first week. That's the only way I can think. Because otherwise, it's that or the audience is just big mean or the audience heard something that we didn't. Like it was a different vibe than what we saw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, we've had that theory before, right, with some of the other performers that we've had. The fact that she also has lupus does make me wonder if she agreed to do it, but only for a short period of time, which would explain this elimination, because I agree with everybody else on the show. It was truly shocking. And honestly, besides um, the Bulldog wildcard, which ended up being Nick Cannon, I can't remember this. Do we... Did any other wildcard only perform that same episode and then leave, or did they survive? Do we know? Uh, yes. There's, um, let me see. Didn't I can Mark, look it up real quick. Didn't Mark McGrath get immediately? No, he was safe. He, no, no, no. Oh, he, he, was, made really? he made was it. Was he far. really? Yeah, he made no, it. No, he did. Okay, then who is it that got? Because the wildcard, so it was the Yeti. Yeti made it far. Um, 
Crab was safe for a couple rounds, then went out. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then mm-hmm. Mark McGrath, the Orca, survived mm-hmm. and then went out. They went out at the second performance. The only one that came in and then immediately left was Bulldog. Mm-hmm. Every other wildcard has survived their first performance. Oh, right. Yeah, but that was Nick Cannon. Yes, which to me is interesting. Maybe they were like, well, we can't have the wild cards leave right away. That's so dumb, so, though. Of oh, course I, they I can mean, leave right away. That's the whole point. They're <laughs> wild cards. They're, you don't know. Leave, stay. Could be anything. Especially if it's Rob Schneider. Get him out of here. <laughs> Please. Yeah. yeah. I hope it's my vault guest, though. I'm excited to reveal who I've guessed for Okay, Hamster. well, who is your puffer fish vault guest? <laughs> so like i said i had um youtuber right so uh-huh. i ended up writing two names back to back but i'll tell you the first i'll tell you both but i'll tell you the first one i wrote which mm-hmm. i've never watched her content or listened to her but okay. i put down miranda sings have you ever heard of miranda sings before yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i know her okay so i've never heard her sing or anything but I just went off of like, cause I know like Miranda Sings. Yeah. As a YouTuber had like, mm-hmm. did like weird faces and stuff. So I thought like, you know, mm-hmm. a little bit different. Cause like the clue package talked about that. So I did that. Um, I also had Lily Singh in there. Like I wrote that right after. I didn't think it was Lily Singh by any means, but I thought I'm trying to think of a YouTuber that at least has somewhat of a name that they'd be mm-hmm. recognized. Right. Cause you think mm-hmm. of Logan Paul recognize ninja was a twitch streamer not a youtuber but he's also like the biggest twitch streamer so i was trying to think of someone bigger in that world Mm, okay um who did you have um (laughs) okay so let me paint a picture for you please i uh it was a uh internet personality mixed with someone that Robin or that Nick Cannon knew and there was some rapping in there and I saw the color red in certain places so uh, I wrote down Justina Valentine oh my (laughs) god you cannot be serious right now. I am 100% serious. So. Voice was wow. always different, but not in a good way. Couldn't blend in. Okay. But I don't then, know. It made sense okay. to my brain. It's okay. So here's the thing. Because there was also rapping involved in the performances, I'm not mad at you for this, but I'm a little baffled by you for this. A little bit. Just a little bit, I am. But also, I guessed a completely different realm than where Tony Braxton's from, so we're both just equally wrong. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, we're wrong. The None of the judges got a golden ear point, so that's fine. We, we all end on the same level. Yeah, yeah. all of us on yeah. the same level, the exact same level. Exact same level, same length, same height, all of them. Mm-hmm. All right. So that covers group A and it covers both episodes, Liana. Thank you so much for letting us take you past your bedtime to make sure the squad gets their podcast on time. You're the best and I appreciate you. 
And I can't wait for the two of us to dive into Group B and be mad all over again next week. But also oh love gosh. it because we have uh, fun. Yeah, I know. Me too. I'm really invested. I'm so excited. I feel like I know because it was essentially three eliminations in two days. I felt like, oh, my God, we're blowing through the season. But I think we're going to get some time to really get to know these people. So I can't wait to see what Group B has in store for us. Same. I can't wait. Liana, where can people find you in the interim? Where can they talk to you more about the length versus height discussion? And what are the, what are the projects you have going on right now? You can follow me on Twitter at Liana R-H-A-P. Oh my God. Okay. So Big Brother is ending. So Mike and I will be back next week, I think, to do a BBB&B to wrap up the season. But Survivor is starting. And so Mike and I will be back to do a Survivor B&B this week to cover everything that happened on the two-part premiere of Survivor. And I think that's it. Oh, and I'm going to be on a Big Brother episode at some point tomorrow, Friday. Yeah. Recapping the recap, as it is. Yeah, recap of the recap for Lil Liana. That's right, Lil Liana. You can find Big Puya. Um... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I hate myself. You can find me on all major social media platforms at Puyaism, but you can find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Puya. It's just my name. I stream three times a week there. Come through, say hi, appreciate that. And as far as podcasts go, 90 Day Fiance going stronger than ever here. Uh, we are four episodes into 90 Day Fiance the other way. I recently had Chappelle on to talk all about the nonsense that has been this season so far. It's been great. He's a first time watcher. So if he come through, hear his takes there. And I'll be having Mari on with me next week to talk about episode five. So it should be a good time. And I will be doing my last live feed update, I believe this week. So as of then, the big brother journey is almost done for me. You might see me one other time. Also, Liana and I, survivor season starting, did a survivor draft with some RHAP podcasters hosted by the one and only Rob Sesternino. Um, spoiler alert, they said that whoever had the first boot, that would be the grenade and they're out of the competition. Um, I lost two people the first night, so I am out of that draft, but you can still hear me make those decisions over on that podcast for sure. And last but not least, you can find us on robswebsitecom slash masked singer. That's M-A-S-K-E-D-S-I-N-G-E-R. Please come through and leave a rating and review if you could. It helps people find the podcast, especially with the season just starting. It helps people find the podcast. It puts them on to us. And that is a great way for us to get your feedback. If you have anything you want to share about your thoughts on this podcast, that is the best way to do so. We do appreciate your feedback. And we'll always try and incorporate it into our content. Thank you so much for listening to this. We hope you have a good week. And we will unmask you with Group B next week. Until then, take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Who's under there? I wonder. I want to know what I can't see. Who's under there? I want to talk about this and save Who's under there? I wonder. I want to know what I can't see. Who's under there? I want to talk about this and save Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? 
Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.